We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app the station connecticut checks first for the latest weather wtic news talk 1080 all right folks how we doing today i know some of you are not in the greatest of moods completely understand that i'm reese on the radio filling in for todd feinberg today i will also be here tomorrow filling in for him but today is a very very somber day is i don't need to tell you so i don't want to I'm not going over it over and over again to tell everyone how they're supposed to feel. We feel how we feel. The telephone number is 860-522-WTIC. That's 860-522-9842. I'm Reese on the radio from the Reese on the radio rundown. You can catch me on the Odyssey app. Now, usually I come here in WTIC with a, a ball of excitement. It's not that I'm, you're going to, you're not going to get that from me today because There are a lot of things that I'm excited about, and that's to have a conversation with you about what transpired last night and what we're all feeling today. But first, I want to say something directly to you, and I even typed it out. Normally, I don't do that. I speak from the heart, but something said I should write this down. So forgive me uh, for having to read this, but I hope you'll indulge me. Today, we respectfully speak. I encourage you all to call in today. It is paramount that we have this discussion, but today we do it respectfully. Men who chose to do a job that many of us could never do or would never do lost their lives. And one was severely injured today. Thankfully, one of those young men went home today. But two will never return to their families. Many of those families will be listening to this station at this very moment and for the rest of the day. I want you to consider them today. Show these men's families respect today. They lost a great deal today. As I'm sure many of you have lost in your lives. With that, I especially, especially, need you to understand their pain. And if you've lost family members in the way that these families have lost loved ones, that is important. 
We need to honor those men by not politicizing them. And I know there's been conversations all day about saying, but it is political. It is, but we shouldn't be political. Sure, that's going to run the gambit. It's going to go back and forth. Some people are going to want to politicize it. Some people are going to make it an issue for the November election. They, they think that they've got a way to use these men as some wedge issue at the ballot box. I'm not doing it today. I can't. I can't. That would be just for me. For me, I can't. But it is important that we have a conversation about culture. Because culture plays a huge role in the relationship between communities and police. Now, the person who took the lives of Sergeant Dustin DeMonte, of Officer Alex Hamsey, of Officer Alex Irado, the man who's responsible for taking their lives, he is responsible. And his brother, too. If he was any way down, allegedly. Those are the people who are responsible. Not any politician on any side of the aisle, whatever letter it is by their name. They do not bear any responsibility. What we are talking about today, and I think many of you are talking about, is the culture and the relationship between communities and police. Celebrating our law enforcement should not be controversial, yet it is. Why? Because of George Floyd? Because of Michael Brown? Because of, what's the kid's name? Oh, uh, uh, was it Gray in Baltimore? They'll even throw in Trayvon Martin, and that had nothing to do with the police. The reason why we're having an issue with celebrating the police department, is it because of incidents that had nothing to do with the police officers who serve and protect every day? This is an argument that I've made over and over again. There are, there are what I called allowed biases in our society. In our culture, you could never say, ever, when talking about illegal immigration, blanketing an entire group of people. You couldn't do it. You'd be deemed racist. You couldn't talk about inner city violence and blanket, and blanket an entire group of people without being called a racist. You couldn't do it. But the police department? One cop can condemn an entire force with a smile. Police officers on a regular basis are being maligned. For doing a job many don't have the guts to do. We're talking about a police force that was established in this country where people joined it because they couldn't get regular jobs. I always heard this story when I was a kid about New York police officers, why most of them were Irish or Italian. Many of you may know this story, may have, many of you may not. But in many police departments, the Irish and the Italians could not get work in New York. They could only get the most dangerous jobs, police officer and firefighter. High risk of death. 
So to feed their families, they took the most dangerous jobs. That in the 70s and the 80s was turned into bigotry. Well, they only hire Italians and, and Irish people to become police officers. They won't let minorities go in. Completely turned, changed it around. Today, try to get black recruitment. Now you've got people talking about how we need to have more diversity in the police force. In this culture? I'm a black conservative. I'd rather be a black conservative living in the hood than a black police officer living in one. Do you know what black police officers go through in their own communities, the ones that everybody keeps telling them they need to serve in? There's a culture problem. It's deep. And we need to have a conversation about that. It's not about politics. It's about culture. These officers just showed up. They got a call. They showed up and they were ambushed by an animal. You can call it a policy issue that got them killed. I call it a culture issue because it is. What is this hatred for our law enforcement? They are men and women, brothers, sisters, mothers and fathers, and children of our everyday citizens. They are you and they are me doing a job that, again, I say, many of us don't have the guts to do. We owe it to them today to have a conversation that respects them. And to talk about how we are going to change that culture. Because there are many of you, and you know who you are. You have demonized, demagogued, and besmirched law enforcement across the country without batting an eye forgetting that these people are human beings. I tried all day today to find this one clip in Ferguson, Missouri, after the whole Michael Brown nonsense, and this woman was talking to CNN, and she said, I don't see the police as human beings. And the reporter tried so hard to get her to come back. She said, but they're regular people. They, they have families. They have just, yeah, but once they put on that uniform, they're not human to me. You think about that. That is a sentiment that stretches across this country. Yeah, it may be in little sub subsets of our community, but it's there. They're, the honor and respect that the police officers get is fickle. One moment they're heroes, another moment they're all demonized. You think about that. One minute, they can be a hero. You can individualize one cop for doing something great. But that same cop can do something villainous, and the entire force across the country is weaponized. Something is wrong 
where the people who do a job like this can't get respect, man. And today, that's the conversation I want to have for a little bit. I, I want to spend, if I can, an hour and a half about it because I've got other news and I've got other views. But I'm just, I'm going to respect these three men today. Sergeant Dustin DeMonte, Officer Alex Hamsey, and Officer Alex Irado. Today, we're going to show them respect. And we're going to show all law enforcement respect. We're going to let them know that all of us give a damn about the job that they do to keep us safe. Now, I know that they can't be there at every turn, but when they are called, they show up. And that says a lot for those people who put that uniform on, who take that, take on that job and that responsibility. And I'm respecting them today. I hope you'll join me. I'm Reese on the radio filling in for Todd Feinberg. It's News Talk 1080 WTIC. We'll be right back. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. And every chance I get, I'm going to make sure that I honor these men today. I'm going to save their names. Sergeant Dustin DeMonte, 35, Officer Alex Hamsey, 34, and Officer Alex Irado, 26, who did survive. And again, from what I heard this morning, he got a round of applause as he left St. Francis Hospital, which we're going to do for him now. Welcome home, soldier. And uh, we honor and we respect you. We'll go to the phones, 860-522-WTIC, 860-522-9842. Let's go to, pardon me so I can see your name. Let's go to Adam in East Hartford. You're on with Reese on the radio on the Todd Feinberg Show. Reese. First, good afternoon. It's a very sad and tragic day. Yes, sir. But I want to talk about that I have respect for the police. And um, they, we threw them under the bus with this uh, reform bill, police reform bill. And also, I think of the incident out in um, Chicago, Detroit, Arizona, whatever it was. Remember when the kid wouldn't pull over the car? And he, he almost used the car as a weapon on the officer? Yes. Outside the McDonald's? Yes, sir. That, I'm 100% behind the officer. He did the right thing. Well, again, this is, see, this is what I'm talking about as far as the culture is concerned. There is a standard of which the police are, are said to perform. And I get into this argument all the time. A good friend of mine, uh, Jay King, um, who I talk to all the time, um, he, he is, um, he's very active in police reform in California. And he and I have this discussion all the time, but he he holds police officers to what's called a higher moral authority. Right. And I always push back by saying, listen, in the instant where somebody is attacking you with a weapon, a car, as you're describing, you know, instincts come in. He's got to be human. He, he can't be a police officer when seconds count that are going to either save his life and at the same time protect other innocent um, citizens. So. The, his reaction, you asking him to live on a higher moral plane, is ridiculous under those circumstances. And that's the, that's the thing that people are missing. The police are labeled wrong. I mean, they are not out looking to shoot young black men. In fact, in the streets of Chicago, Detroit, maybe New York City, too, um, 
the majority of black, young black men are being killed by black on black crime. And that, yes, that, listen, that goes without saying, but the culture, listen, I believe that there has always been a concerted effort, okay, to demonize the police the same way they demonize Catholicism, anything that would be so called considered out of the mainstream, anything as they consider authoritarian, right? Police, they consider authoritarian. Religion is also authoritarian. Any of those things, it is meant to, to marginalize, demonize, and demagogue. The police department is that thing. And people don't even realize. I'm going to play audio today from a former police officer, a former chief of police, who goes on to demonize the department. And for who? For none other than George Floyd. Exactly. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to play that later on, but th that's the part when I'm talking about the culture. And there is a, a concerted effort to, in order to demonize these people who, in essence, put their lives on the line. They do something that neither of us, many of us, could not or would not do. So thank you, Adam. I appreciate the call. Okay, I'll be praying for the families of the officers. Have a good day. Absolutely, sir. Absolutely. Let's go to Sheila in Broadbrook. Hello, Sheila. You're on with Reese on the radio on the Todd Feinberg Show. Yes, sweetie, can you hear me because I, I'm on Bluetooth? That's okay. I can hear you well, Sheila. You sound great. Okay, good. Well, I've been stuck home for a year, and I've been listening to all this business, and it all makes me sick. But, you know, I've worked in healthcare for over 40 years, and one of the things that we always did was no matter what the situation was, we took a second to say, okay, what do we need? What do we need to do here? And I'm beginning to think that in terms of these house calls and these domestic violence things, mm. that these cops have got to have these whole body shields before mm -hmm. they walk up to a house that has the window in it, you know, yeah. so they can look and see what's happening before it happens. You know, and I understand that that might take a second or two to plan but I think it's going to start saving lives because of all these cops that are getting shot going to these domestic calls. Think about this, you Sheila. Know? Here's an interesting point about this. If the story is as accurate as I'm reading, these officers arrive on the scene with the shooter sitting outside with the, with, with the weapon. With and the weapon. Yeah. yeah, with the weapon. And the police officers under those circumstances, and this is what this is the, the core of what I want people to understand. The officers don't retreat in cowardice. They approach the situation knowing that at any moment that person with that weapon may be unstable and may be there to take their lives. They still go there and approach the situation. That is heroic. I don't care what anybody says. You can't. You, you, you can't deviate my point of view on this one because, again, you could approach that from a block away and see the guy sitting with a weapon. If that police officer still approached it to see if he could probably defuse it, that man's a hero from the moment he arrives on the scene. And then to of lose course. his life, that's the part that people need to understand and what these people do, what the, the undertaking of what they do. I agree. So that's one. I Thank agree you, man. wholeheartedly. Thank you, Sheila. Let's take another one. Let's go to John in Burlington. Hey, John, you're one with Reese on the radio on the Todd Feinberg Show. Johnny, you there? Did we lose him? Oh, yeah, we got to go to, uh, to wait, we're going to a commercial soon, right? No, no, we're going to news. We're going to news. Um, yeah, so folks, sorry, I don't want to fumble around here. 
Um, I want to talk to you about when we get back. In fact, if John's on, we'll go. We'll take John's call at the other side of the break. But I want to play um, some audio that I heard today from Fox 61. Um, and this, when I saw this video, I was searching everywhere. I've been up since 5 a.m. this morning preparing for today's show. So as soon as I heard the news. And I found this piece that sort of... <sighs> It sort of emphasizes what I'm saying about what these people do and why they are our brothers, our sisters, our mothers. Our, they are human beings, and they have hearts. They, have, they care about people, and they do a job that, that should be applauded all the time, all the time. And if they screw up, that's a separate thing. But the police in general should always be known as the enforcers of good in our society. So we'll talk about all of that, and I'll play this audio for you. You won't believe it. If you haven't heard it, you'll love this story uh, about uh, the sergeant, sorry, Sergeant uh, Dustin uh, DeMonte, um, who helped a man who was down on his luck, and what he did after that is incredible as well. It's Reese on the radio on News Talk 1080 WTIC, filling in for Todd Feinberg. We'll see you at the other side. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. WTIC News Talk 1080 is on Instagram. Follow us at WTIC 1080. Patrice on radio on News Talk 1080 WTIC. Filling in for Todd Feinberg, our telephone number 860-522-WTIC, 860-522-9842. Back to the phones. John in Burlington, what's up? You're on with Reese on the radio on the Todd Feinberg Show. Okay, so much for John. <laughs> we'll move on. Let's go to Joe in Milford. Hey, Joe, you're on with Reese on the radio. Hey, Reese. Nice to hey. finally speak with you. Thank you. Yeah, I just wanted to call in and remind everybody, all your listeners, to uh, to vote no on the referendum for early voting in Connecticut. You know, we see in all these other states, you know, how the early voting just leads to more cheating by the Democrats and Republicans. So just a, just a daily reminder. That's it. Okay. Anything you want to say with regards to the um, topic about our culture of disrespect for our, for our law enforcement? Oh, it's disgusting. Every single, every single Democrat that voted to take away the immunity for the cops should be yeah. – one of your callers said it right. You know, go go to their houses peacefully. Mm -hmm. What do you, you know, think that? Make, what do you think that's about? Because I'm going to play some audio. I'm, I'm going to play some audio because I'm going to tell you I know what this is about. Um, and Lamont um, uh, expressed it back in 2020. 
But what do you think is about? What do you think that the reason why our legislature was willing to 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 remove the immunity uh, from police from the police force? Yeah, they're just these people are ideologues. You know, mm. they they I think they like a society that's you know in turmoil. I, I, I honestly don't know. I mean, right. no, I hear you. It's it's confusing. It's you know what these the same people that vote for it are the first person to call those cops when you call them out on doing something. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm being attacked because somebody mm-hmm. said something to me, you know? Yeah, well, it's it, it is a knee-jerk. Call the cops. Right, it is a knee-jerk reaction. It, I, I just wanted to hear, hear what your take was. I've got a certain perspective, which I will talk to talk about in a minute, but I want to play this audio. But thank you for your call, Joe. And, uh, John, if there's something wrong with your phone, I hope you get it fixed out because I do want to hear from you. Let's go to this. I want to play this. This is... um. This made me think, and this actually helped me get my direction today because I I like to have a unique perspective on all stories. And when I woke up this morning, I think it was roughly about 4.35 o'clock, and I got the alerts immediately about this shooting. And it it woke me up out of bed. I went, wow. And I I knew that it was going to be a very consuming story. It is our law enforcement, and it usually gets a lot of coverage. But there are other stories that do not. And this story really gave me my direction today. And I'm glad that I found it. Uh, This is a young man, or gentleman, I should say, by the name of Jamie uh, Perciano, if I'm pronouncing his name correctly. Jamie Perciano. He spoke to Fox 61 today. And what he said about... um, about Sergeant DeMonte was telling about our law enforcement and about the job that they do, not just on the streets carrying a gun. Uh, we want to bring in uh, uh, Jamie Perciano, who happens to know Sergeant Dustin uh, DeMonte. You, you said that he was pivotal in, in your life, correct? So when I first moved to uh, Bristol, Connecticut, um, um, trouble with alcoholism. I'm a recovering alcoholic. And um, there was times that uh, I had trouble here in Bristol. And uh, Sergeant DeMonte was, uh, it was a big motivation for me to help me stay sober. Um, I was having struggles in my life. And uh, he helped me. The kind words that he said to me helped me to be where I'm at today which by the grace of God, I'm two years sober. Right. Well, congratulations on that. And you mentioned that you actually would just sometimes be walking around and he would stop by and say hello and check in on you, right? Ask me, how am I doing? Still sober? Yeah, absolutely. You know, so he, uh, he meant a lot to me in my life. My son goes to West Bristol and he took the time to play basketball with my son all the time. My son loved him. And, uh, I'm sure he's pretty emotional just as much as I am, and it's just a sad, tragic day here in Bristol, Connecticut. And, um, you know, we put together a candlelit vigil for tomorrow night at 6.30. So he'll be in my my prayers, his family, and uh, he'll be dearly missed. That's impact. That is impact. Now, not that the police department needs fluff pieces to be told about them on a daily basis. 
I think it should be commonplace for us to recognize our law enforcement for what they do. Uh, Joey, you just sent this to me. Do you want do you want me to read this? Okay, well, no, 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 I, I, I want to. And it's, it's the Bristol Police Heroes Fund uh, has been established boot through the Bristol Police Union uh, at Tom, uh, Thomaston Savings Bank to support the families. And donations are currently being expect, uh, accepted at all branches. So I'll give more information as I get more on that um, going in. But let me take Mike, who's on his cell phone. Hey, Mike, you're on with Reese on the radio on the Todd Feinberg Show. Reese, how you doing? Hey. All right, I, I called in a while ago. Uh, we had another, there was another shooting that happened. And yes, sir. my suggestion, and this is, this is what I think this should be done. Number one, control the, uh, the people that have illegal guns. First of all, if, if you commit a crime with a gun, just a gun, whether you have a stolen gun or you pull a gun on somebody, Mandatory five years, no parole. If you pull a gun and shoot the gun and injure somebody, mandatory 10 years, no parole. If you pull a gun, kill somebody, again, these are people that aren't authorized to have a gun, you know, sure. aren't, aren't sure, permitted sure. people. Mandatory life, no parole. And if a judge or a prosecutor lets it slide, we got to start holding these people accountable because their policies are why people are dying. And if you start enforcing, if, if, if you enforce the law, like mm-hmm. the five-year law, the 10-year law, or the life law, do you think that that wannabe thug is all of a sudden going to walk around with his or the gun's going to pull a gun and say, wait a minute, if I pull this gun out, I could, I could be spending five, t- ten years or life in jail. Yeah, right. You, you're right. It can be yeah. used as a deterrent. We also need what's also important in that case, Mike, is that we need prosecutors who stop wiggling around with defense attorneys to get deals on these. It has to be enforced. It's got to be a zero tolerance uh, a, a legislative uh, a, a legislative uh, deal. It's got to be done where it says, look, I'm not, I'm not, I don't care who your attorney is. I don't care who he knows or what law. This is the deal. If you're doing it in this state, these are the mandatory, this is the mandatory law on the on said crime. There is no wiggle room. We're not going to give them with parole or any of that stuff. You pull a gun in here, people are dying. Kids are dying. Uh, innocent people are dying. You're right. They've got to have the guts to say, there's no wiggle room around this. Reese, I, 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 I'm 100% agree. And I, I'm a concealed carry. But why do I have to be punished when, when other people can walk around and they can, they can do what they do? You're the enemy. And these prosecutors and these judges let it ride. we got to start holding people accountable. Number one, the, the, the criminal. And number two, if these judges, these appointed judges and these appointed uh, uh, attorneys, um, the... Um, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good. Um, listen, if, if you let this guy slide two, three times, and all of a sudden yeah. he commits a crime, wait a minute. That's on you. You got blood on your hands. Yep. That's true. And, and, and again, that's the, you know, we've got to start holding those people accountable as well. Thank you, Mike. We're going to take a break. We'll be back. We're going to talk about some more of this. I have to get into this piece when we return here on the show. And I'm going to talk about the culture 
of this. And, and again, this is a top-down thing that is rooted in nonsense. And I'm going to play some audio for you that, again, somebody's probably going to be upset about it in Waterbury when I play it. But it has to be brought attention to because if there's a top-down disrespect of our law enforcement in any way, you bear some responsibility for the zeitgeist it is that law enforcement faces today. I'm Reese on the radio on News Talk 1080 WTIC, filling in for Todd Feinberg. We'll be back after the break. Now, back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. All right, we're back. It's Reese on the radio, filling in for Todd Feinberg. Number 860-522-WTIC, 860-522-9842. I began the show talking about culture, not politics. But culture is now infested politics. That is a fact. Because now everybody wants to be in the cutting edge of culture. Even politicians, for that matter. They like the sound bites. They like the favorable attention that comes from media. This is unfortunate because I don't give a damn what the news media thinks about a particular subject. It is the people that you serve you have to consider. So what if the news media thinks that you're too heavy-handed on crime? So what? What do the constituents think about you stopping crime in those communities? That's what they care about. So on June 15th of 2020, this happened in Hartford. But it's now been, um, you know, more than a couple of weeks since uh, George Floyd's murder and we've had a number of protests, rightfully so, peaceful protests, for which I'm very thankful here in the state of Connecticut. But I just wanted to talk a little bit more about a police accountability. Um, let's not wait. I got the legislature coming in this session, but I don't want to wait another minute. I want to do what we can do right now, and then work with my friends in the legislature going forward to build off of uh, the good bill that um, Stastrom and Winfield, Representative Stastrom, Senator Winfield help uh, inaugurate last year and build off of that um, this coming session. But most importantly, police accountability is about trust. And uh, good police work doesn't work without trust. And uh, trust doesn't work unless police has the word community, community policing in it. So the first thing I'm directing our state police force to do is build off of what they've got going with their um, resident state troopers right now. They're resident state troopers who work every week with uh, the high school, work every week with the ministers, work every week with the community leaders, and that's how they're able to maintain a good, close relationship with the community. Community policing emphasize the word community. Now, I'm sorry, folks. I've got to ask the question. What are you dragging Connecticut police officers into? George Floyd didn't happen in Connecticut. And if that's the premise for police accountability in Connecticut, George Floyd? Was there an officer, Derek Chauvin, in Connecticut that created this 
police accountability law? The protesters were protesting what happened to George Floyd. Not in Connecticut. They used it as a means to protest Connecticut, but it had nothing to do with Connecticut. Unless there was something that I missed, I don't think I did. But when the governor starts off by saying, because of the events that happened with the murder of George Floyd, we want to be proactive with our police department, is suggesting that our police department might do something similar. That is contempt. When you set that type of precedent, it looks bad. Let's go one step further. Former chief of police and mayor of Waterbury. You know him, Neil O'Leary. Yes, thank you uh, for the opportunity to join you all here today for this bill signing. When I reflect on the senseless killings of George Floyd and other victims at the hands of the police, I continue to be deeply saddened and very disturbed. But out of these tragedies has arisen an opportunity for all of us to look at ourselves in the mirror and reflect on the role that each of us has to play in ensuring that all of our residents feel safe and protected. Again, what is Mayor O'Leary talking about? George Floyd. This was on July 31st of the same year. Just over a month later, they are talking about George Floyd. And there are people flanking these politicians who are talking about, yeah, yeah, right on, right on, right on. About George Floyd, which didn't take place in this state. Let me go to the phones real quick. I've got less than five. Let's go to Wayne and Morris. Jake, if you were willing to hold on. Let me go to Wayne and Morris. You're on with Reese on the radio on the Todd Feinberg Show. Hi, hi Reese. Thank you for uh, talking to me. I read a, a story earlier today uh, from CBS News posted online. Mm-hmm. The headline is Officer Charged for Shooting Teen Eating Hamburger. Yeah, I saw that. I saw this story so two days it, ago. And it, that, those types of headlines happen quite frequently. They're completely misleading. Yep. And when you Click read bait. the actual story, the, the teen did something to attract the police officer, and it wasn't eating a burger. Yeah, he tried it's to clickbait. Run the police officer over with his car. Yeah, it's clickbait. Yeah, someone called earlier to talk about that. And again, that's the the idea. Again, this is what I'm saying. That look, again, not making this political. I'm talking about how it is that the, the this is a top down thing, right? When yeah. you w- without even knowing what they're doing by trying to appease the media, who in essence are inciting this nonsense, okay? By trying to appease a media that is inciting people. They do this knee-jerk reaction that says, because of George Floyd, we need to condemn police officers who have never committed, who haven't committed a crime against George Floyd. Let's make sure we ain't giving accountability so we can weed out somebody who might do the George Floyd thing. That's what, again, this is what I'm talking about. You can't in one breath say, hey, we need to make sure that the police are accountable. For what? I don't know. But we say at the same time, and, and, and Mayor, um, uh, O'Leary goes on to say, oh, there are plenty of officers who are, you know, respectful and do their job. Blah, blah. You don't start off with that. You start off by talking about how affected you were by George Floyd. 
Your officers had nothing to do with that. That's the point I'm making. Yeah, and it's it, people see headlines, well, you know, like the one we just talked about. Yeah, and they don't read the story. And all they don't need it. In their minds, is police are killing, you know, some kid for eating a, a burger. It makes it sound like the cop, you know, just walked up to the car and shot the kid. You're absolutely right. And for again, no that's it's all. intentional. It is intentional. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 